Since this is the holiday season, I want to diverge a little bit from my usual format, but yet still focus on the principles of sustainability. Now, the three pillars of sustainability are often cited as economy, society, and environment, which can also be translated as profit, people, and planet. Now, I'm quite certain that the environment would be just fine without any people, but without people, there is also no society and no economy. And consequently, we must address all three pillars to be successful. But what I want to focus on this is in this episode is the people. So that said, I do see changes in our society that I find discouraging and sometimes I lose my faith in humanity because of it. But that is what I want to discuss in this episode, which is called Faith in Humanity. Welcome to the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. Your host has lived an off-grid, sustainable lifestyle for over 20 years. His homestead is run on solar energy. He has an earth shelter greenhouse and produces much of his own food. And all of this takes place in the middle of the forest in Colorado. Now, let's join Patrick, the man that not only teaches the skills of sustainable living, but lives that life every day. Welcome back, everyone, to the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. This is your host, Patrick, and this is episode number 55, which is called Faith in Humanity. At this point, I think we could all agree that we live in some very different and perhaps unprecedented and certainly unpredictable times. There's obvious climate change. There is questionable national leadership unlike nothing we have ever seen before, a questionable economy, a pandemic, severe droughts, forest fires that almost seem apocalyptic, hurricanes, flooding, and civil unrest not seen in this country since the 1960s. And as if this is not enough, Our daily media diet is nothing more than a buffet of bad. Depending on the study you read, 87% of national reporting is negative. 64% of articles in scientific journals are negative. 53% of regional reporting is negative. And 51% of international reporting is negative. We hear every day, all day long, about how the world is falling apart, and recent surveys reveal that less than 17% of Americans actually believe the federal government will do the right thing. And then there are fears of global disruption of our supply chain, and with all this bad news, it is easy to lose hope, and it is no wonder that one in six Americans takes some form of psychiatric drug. And yes, we do, in fact, live in a very different world than we did five years ago. And while this may cause some uneasy feelings for most people, I do not think it is causing some of the changes that I see in our culture. But before I get to that, allow me to digress a little bit so that you 
have an understanding of where I'm coming from. My grandparents grew up, of course, in the era of the Great Depression, and they were married in their early adult years and were given some acreage as a wedding present, and that land was part of a homestead property that had been in the family for some time, and they built a house and moved on to the property, and that is essentially where they stayed for the remainder of their lives. That is where my mother was raised, and that was one of the two working farms in my family, and it was on these farms that I spent much of my childhood. So all in all, I thought my parents did well enough in raising four children, considering neither one of them even graduated from high school. Interestingly enough, three of the four of us went on to get advanced degrees. But I think a big part of that is simply because we were taught to never be afraid to work for what we wanted. But also part of how we were raised is that we simply did not have a lot. Now, we never really did without anything, but we rarely had anything extra. So consequently, we all went to work at a fairly young age. And one or more of us would sometimes spend months helping out on the family farms. And I also did odd jobs and yard work for extra cash from the time I was about 12 years old. Now, I am certain that all of us could be very critical of our parents in many ways. But without a doubt, one positive thing I can say is that my parents instilled in us a very strong work ethic which I feel has driven much of my success in life. The other side of that coin is that I was always taught to appreciate whatever it was that I had, which in some ways I think is truly why it takes very little to make me happy and keep me content. In perhaps in all the right ways, my parents provided us with what we needed. Respectful treatment, shelter from the weather, healthy food, doctor and dental checkups, decent clothing, and an education. However, anything beyond that, we had to work for it, and it was considered a privilege. And maybe this is why I am so content to live a minimalistic lifestyle on the homestead, and maybe because it also just makes me happy as well. So coming from that perspective, you know, I sit back in awe at times, wondering about the future of our culture. I wonder when it is we are all going to get our heads out of our backsides and realize no one is going to swoop down and save the planet. It is truly up to all of us to gain a deep sense of enlightenment about our situation from a sustainable perspective and make significant changes, but that is not what I see every day. Despite all that is going on in the world, the average American continues to live an overly consumptive lifestyle, continues to want more, spend more, get further in debt, and continues to produce more waste and consume more resources every day than 50 people in an underdeveloped country. With all of this, it is easy to see why I lose faith in humanity at times.
And furthermore, it seems that almost on a daily basis, I deal with impatient, entitled people that are enormously put off because they had to wait 10 minutes for services. And often I think of those clients I have seen in other countries that literally waited for six hours without a single complaint because they were simply grateful that you were there in the first place. And on a regular basis, I become discouraged because we live in the midst of a culture that literally teaches us by example that we do not actually have to be responsible for our own choices. It seems to be sometimes that so many people walk around with this huge chip of entitlement on their shoulder, all the while thinking they're the ones that should be the next special exception to the rule. And furthermore, I commonly see bumper stickers and license plates openly displaying why that particular person is special in some way. It truly never seems to end. And it seems to me at times that we truly live in a self-centered, narcissistic, entitled era of you owe me. There was a time in this country when people literally worked hard their entire lives to have a comfortable retirement and now during our pandemic there are literally millions of people refusing to go back to work and i find this absolutely astounding and it also seems to me that this pandemic that we're presently experiencing it's actually making people more angry and i thought it was just my personal bias but I went to work in a new hospital last week and one of the veterinarians there asked me if I thought the pandemic is making people even more angry and entitled and I of course had to say yes because that is exactly what I have noticed but you know one of the things that I never really appreciated about how I was raised is that it was very limiting in some ways meaning that your social engagement was limited and you were not taught very much about the world. And I think most likely this is one of the reasons that I love to travel so much and love to experience other cultures. Uh, I have spent time in my career working with a wide range of people from those that literally live in the jungle in a handmade hut and a dirt floor to those that live in mansions and have billions of dollars. And such experience for me has truly given me a different perspective. But I think when you spend your entire life living in a culture where you can have anything you want, anytime you want, you get conditioned to thinking that is how life is. And in fact, that is how life ought to be. And I think you start thinking that that is what you are entitled to. And that is why I think so many of us are now more angry because for a short period of time during our pandemic, we think we are entitled to certain things and those certain things got taken away. And that is what's making us angry. But while many of us are angry over what we think we are entitled to, we so easily forget that in other parts of the world, poverty, oppression, starvation, and injustice so 
frequently prevails. And you see, that is why I lose my faith in humanity at times. And I do not think I am alone in those feelings. But then, out of nowhere, you occasionally meet a person that restores your faith in humanity. And it is because they offer some tiny little hint that there are people in the world that are worth saving. And typically, it is someone that has absolutely no presumption over what you owe them. It is someone that has made the most out of their lives despite their unfortunate circumstances. They smile as they walk through life. They appreciate the services you offer. They have a kind nature about them. And when they leave your company, you feel as if you finally met a true old soul that brings value into the world. Well, I met someone like this recently. She was a client with a very sweet dog that had some severe unresolved health issues. And in speaking with her, I was proposing some fairly expensive diagnostics and was carefully explaining to her why that was the best course of action. She smiled and thanked me for the information. She then had a few questions about, well, why do we have to do this or why do we have to do that? But then she was happy to proceed. So I explained it may take a day or two to obtain results and that I would call her as soon as I had any further information. And she again was grateful for what I had offered. So I asked her about when the symptoms started and she stated it was after her and her husband had moved to Denver from Kansas City. And since she was a little older, I asked what had prompted the move. She simply stated that her husband had been a Vietnam veteran and he had lost both of his legs. So he was in a wheelchair, of course, and he simply wanted to move back to Denver to spend the rest of his life because that was where he was born. And, you know, I failed to mention that this client had obviously been involved in a very bad fire. She had extensive burns over her facial area, arms, and chest. She had obviously had numerous skin grafts and cosmetic procedures yet the physical deformity was still present and quite obvious. And after she left the clinic, I could not help but wonder if I would have the same measure of courage in the face of such adversity. I wondered if I would remain kind, unassuming, and thankful, yet these are the very traits we all need to face our ever-changing world. And yes, on that day, in some small little way, my faith in humanity was restored. But it was also a reminder to me to always be grateful for what I have, always be kind no matter what, and above all, do no harm. This is your host, Patrick, signing off until next week, always remember to live sustainably because this is how we build 
a better future. <laughs>